This week's podcast, Walkers On. Yeah, you haven't heard that one before, have you, mate? No. Never. Chris Walker joins us to talk about life after sport because he's found himself a niche and he's the happiest human I've met. Yeah, Greg, that's right. I finished playing professional rugby league 10 years ago, Parramatta. Uh, I got into a bit of a, a an earth-moving business as I was playing football and that was my exit, exit strategy from playing rugby league and playing professional sport. It didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. After about nine years, we're owed a lot of money and unfortunately I had to take myself down and you know, I sort of found myself in a bit of a hole for three years because that was the stage that I had to had to sit on the sidelines, you know, putting their rugby league terminolo- terminology was on the bench for, for three years and had a little bit of time to reflect and uh, I, I met up with a, a couple of pretty cool people along the way when I was on the sidelines and yeah, I got to, to do what I'm doing at the moment, which I'm, I'm very pleased that um, you know, I met these guys and had the opportunity to change other people's lives that are going through not only what I was going through, but every different charity aspect in the world. Mate, I love that. Let's rip in and hear Chris's story. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, and healthy. And with me, well, I'm going to say one of Australia's best-known athletes. I know you're probably thinking, why do you say that? But, mate, you've been known for a lot of reasons, not just what you did on the field. You were uh, one of those athletes that entertained. Is that a good way to put it, on and off the field? And More so probably off the field, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've done some of your best work off the field <laughs> for those people being lucky enough to be part of it. But once... What I wanted to, and I mean, Body Science has done a lot with you recently in, in your new venture, and we love what you're doing. And, and just when I look in your eyes, you can just tell how much passion you have for where you're going. And I think it's really cool that we tell people's stories, you know, because whenever I mention your name, I get two types of looks. <laughs> you know, I get, oh, that guy was a weapon, or I get, oh, that guy is a serious weapon. Like, and I'm not talking about the on-field stuff yeah. there. Like, there's there's been some things. And, mate, you, you've always been someone to talk. You don't hold back. You tell everyone your story. Like, and whenever I'm around you and, you, and you're telling someone your story, and that's why you do a lot of these things now, isn't it? With your, you've, you've created Fun My Challenge. Yep. And do you want to go through the process of, you know, when you're a footballer, you're pretty much, you know, you've got a uniform, you're told when to come, you know, when you're training, someone picks you up, someone drops you back. You, you, get, you, get, a, you get a schedule for two weeks <coughs> yeah. and you live by that schedule. Yeah. Schedule. Um, this, yeah, this is my story. This is why I go, like I'm so blunt with my story because it is my story. Mm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try and hide anything because in the current world that we're, we live in, everything's there to be seen. Everything's there to be yep. looked at. Everything. Like I don't sugarcoat my life. I don't try and hide behind anything. This is me and this is my life. And if someone wants to be a part of that someone doesn't want to be a part of that's fine fair enough yeah I, exactly. I, I don't I'm not governed by trying to include people in my life who don't want to be there yep so yeah getting touching on to you know fund my challenge I you know, what is it first? So, yeah, Fund My Challenge was born. Me and my business partner at the time were sitting down and we're talking about, you know, what Celeste Barber was going through and what she did with the fires. She raised a lot of money thinking that the money was going to rebuilding communities, real rebuilding, you know, all these communities who have been absolutely devastated, devastated by yeah. the fires. Like, we all saw it, not only just in Australia, but we saw it all over the world. Like, it was everywhere. Celeste Barber had, you know, put something, used her personality and her celebrity to I think she I think at, at the point I think she was thinking about raising a hundred thousand yeah. dollars now it just went kabunta it went nuts it, yeah, kabunta. Everyone, kabunta it went everywhere that like before it, yeah it went kabunta it went kabunta it went nuts with her personality and her her celebrity and her used it in, in a great way unfortunately it got tossed in her face but now we just wanted to rewrite that we wanted to not make sure that happened again and we wanted that fund my challenge and that's why fund my challenge was born is because we saw she wanted to go to, the, like I said, to the communities. Unfortunately, well, not sorry. Unfortunately, I, I shouldn't use that terminology, but it went to the New South Wales 
uh, Royal Fire Brigade, and under their constitution, which is great because next time there's a fire in yeah, geared it, up, it's geared up, and yeah. that's great, and it's awesome. That's if you're going to look at a, a, a certain way, and but under their constitution, they couldn't spend it on the the communities that have been rebuilt, devastated. Mm. They had to spend it on you know, training, new equipment, new trucks, which is great. Like I said, because next time there's a fire that sweeps through, sweeps through, they're going to have the highest in technology because they have fifty three million dollars at their disposal, Amazing, to, which it? is great. It's mm. awesome. Like that's unbelievable. But you know, she got dragged through the coals and. And, you know, through the media, you know, sort of in a negative way. And I thought, you know what, like, let's let's create a, a platform that raises money for charities, foundations and people in need and have charities on there that say they're going to do what they're going to do and they spend the money on what they're going to spend it on, not absorbed CEO fees and salaries and everything else. Of course, with the big ones, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of money eaten up with administration, but there's a lot of charities out there that don't do the right thing. And we vet our charities to, they've got to spend a certain money, a certain amount of money on their, on their charitable cause per year and yep. once money's raised through Fund My Challenge they've got 12 months to spend it they can't keep it for future events which is I think unique because what happens when people come on to our platform and they want to see what charities on there they they've got the confidence to know where the money's going and that's that's a big that's a big plus for us yeah because I know I've I've been part of a few platforms I won't mention names because I don't want to get anyone in especially myself in trouble but you, you donate and then you go yeah I wonder where that really went yeah because you don't get anything back you get you get a contribution notification but you don't actually know probably the biggest I won't say their name either but mm. um yeah the, per, the they when you donate to them you don't get a taxable receipt you don't know where it's all going and with other platforms you know there might be a kid out there that needs a speeding fine parked and he uh, need, needs a speeding fine paid for he can go put it on other platforms and he might need thousand dollars to go pay for his parking fines and go goes and get it we don't let people do that on do our that, platform okay. our, our platform is for charities and foundations and people in need through a benevolent fund which allows us to then donate the money to a person who really needs it and greg I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to give Body Science a, a bit of a pump up. When I did speak to you about my walk that we're going to probably talk about a little bit later on, you were first one to jump on. And there's another one that we're doing at the moment, which for kids with cerebral palsy, and to your credit and to your team and, you know, Pico, you just jumped on board and said, listen, we want to be a part of this. And guys like you make our job more rewarding. No, oh, I appreciate that. And yeah. Well, we're only as good as the people around us and you were around us and you told us what you thought. And I mean, when you start, when you sit down and hear a lot of these stories, like a, behind your challenges, because I'll be honest, I went in there and I thought, why would Chris have called it Fund My Challenge? Like, And I went, but what you've, notice it is charities do really well when there's a challenge involved or something to do with the charity not just people don't want to just hand over 20 bucks and go i mean see you later, see you later. most people want to get involved or do something or be part of it or yeah. or have a reason to ask other people to help them on their journey through that and i guess that's why you call it fun my challenge yeah and and also to Plus the stupid shit you guys are up to yeah, in the moment, no, yeah, hey jump out of helicopters and stuff but we're doing some pretty cool stuff like we've only been around for a, a little bit now and we're making some noise which i'm pretty which i'm very proud of like yep. we've got a, just like you you've got an unbelievable team behind you and we're building Building our team to hopefully get like you guys, but yeah, it, it's it's all about creating that fun. And, and my career, like I was, you know, I was blessed enough to play 14 years. I met some incredible people off the field. I met some incredible people on the field. But like like Celeste, and this is this is on the theme of it. It's like Celeste when she decided to do what she did and use her personality to enhance a challenge. And it wasn't a challenge. She didn't do anything physical. Physical, and you don't need to do anything physical to be on fun. My challenge. Yep. You guys are. Have simply put out a challenge that you want to raise a certain Absolutely, amount for, yeah. for these kids, and it, it's not about creating that, but it's about having people around that want to elevate it. And on top 
of our team, we've got some amazing ambassadors that want to plug it and help it and push it through and put it out to their world and, and create that awareness. And that's what Fund My Challenge is all about, creating awareness for, for these charities that need your help. Like, there's mate, a heap of them. How do you get guys like Link Lewis and Parco involved <laughs> in things like this? You just talk about it and they go, we, we want on. Yeah, is that right? It's, and that's, but that's their personal. That's, and I, I know that I could probably say that I'd say a hundred percent of the rugby league world they don't know about it right now. But if I'm asking, like I, I was talking to Kurt Capel, just coming off a, an unbelie- unbelievable couple of seasons, couple of grand finals, you know, a couple of state of origin games for Queensland. I, I got talking to him about it because I'm being a family friend, and he's like, "Whatever you need, I need. I'm there for you." What, yeah, if you mate. need me to plug something and you need me to do something, I'm there for you. And that's that's what happens. And unfortunately, with the world that we're living in at the moment, with COVID and the last two years have been pretty hard for everyone. Absolutely. It, it's so nice to have that that response when you do talk about what you're doing. So, mate, the other night when um, and we were I stumbled across you at another fundraiser for the Maris's ball, and somebody said to me, "Oh, Greg, I see you've just you've been raising money for the kids with cerebral palsy. You know, how did you how did you meet Walks?" And I said, "Oh, just through sport and athlete uh, Willie Mason was yeah, the first on them. Yeah, I actually met you face to face. They said to me, and I want to ask you this: Why is he so invested in charity work now? Well, the thing is, I've, I've been asked that a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Like, like the intro was. Pretty much me off the field was a bit loose, very loose. Um, on the field, probably looser. We we got to when we, when I was playing football, we got to visit school kids, and th- and this is what happens with rugby league and and anyone that's involved with sport that's out there that professionally. If you do something wrong, the first thing the media do is jump on your back and they ride you, and everyone wants to be a part of it, and everyone wants to throw stones at you on your way down, which is fine, which is great because that's what sometimes brings um, sports people back up to the top is the is the knockdowns they get because they want to prove it wrong. I had the beauty of playing rugby league for 14 years, professional rugby league, going into school visits, doing all the good things in in life that no one else sees, and you don't want kudos for it. You don't want it, and I I, I certainly don't want it now. Like I you know, if I I love what I'm doing, and I love the challenge, and I love the 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 difference you can make with people's lives and when I was playing rugby league we'd go to hospital visits and see these sick kids through Ronald McDonald House and all this sort of stuff it was so rewarding but I never got to do it and when I was playing rugby league and you sort of get in entrenched in what you're doing and you forget about those things when you finish playing football and it was just out of pure luck that when I was going through all my stuff with my business that I was sitting at home I met these fantastic people and when you hand over a check right now the reason why I'm invested is because you went hand over a check to a, a company a, a charity like rise up and you hear the stories about you know domestic violence and these kids that have been brought up with domestic violence there might be you know three four five kids sitting in a house where their mother or father are abusive to everyone and you can rela- you can relay re- relocate a family just on or, or 10 families with my walk um nicole was saying that you know we're i'm looking at relocating 10 families which you know, if there's say four kids in the families that's four 40 kids that are that have been taken away from a do- domestic violence situation and and housed somewhere else because of my walk that's yeah that's amazing. pretty cool like yeah. You know, your 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 challenge, which is going to keep on going until we get to that fifteen thousand dollar mark. Sitting down with uh, Ryan from Feather and Finch and talking about his young fella Carter, who's who's got cerebral palsy in the excitement. And you know, How when cool we when we, when we went How down, cool. and that's like people ask you and they don't get it because they've never been in that space. Yeah. But when you see it, like I've got goosebumps. Oh, watching now. him play football with Kenny was, Wallace and Bevy and Brielle and see you. See the smile and, on his face. Yeah. That's why you do it. 
Yeah. It's it's rad. It's yeah. so rad. And you now there's other platforms out there that are not in not in for the but I've I, I touched on it when I was playing footy and I liked it because you saw the excitement of walking into Ronnie McDonald House and you see these kids' faces light up because you walk in there and they've seen you on TV. Like and they look at you as a role model, which I'm a little bit funny about the term role model because I don't think just because you're on TV you need to be a role model that's to someone that you don't know, but that's another story. But yeah, it, that's that's why like that's the enjoyment. It's so crazy to sit there and then yeah, you know, they're might be something else that walks through my door that needs help and you can help them and i'm not i'm not saying that i'm a savior like i've got so many flaws it's ridiculous you don't have to protect what you're saying mate it's what you're saying is um yeah true it's it's true it's so true like you like you saw it firsthand the other day it's it's so cool oh that 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 day was just it was epic epic. and and it wasn't until the chair was removed from the situation that you actually got a really true picture of what you're giving with one of those speed races yep race runners race runners it's a gift it it is is a true gift of life did you see carter's face yeah when he got in it yeah like you asked carter to walk from (laughs) here to that wall away which is four and a half meters five meters and you know he struggles to get there he crawled on the day like he's crawling and then you put him in a race runner and he's he's off and he's and he's (laughs) on 100 meters and he's flying and he's chasing after you like that there's your there's your answer yeah mate that was that's one of the best things we've done at body science ever and uh, oh no, you, you, you're providing some pretty good players with some very oh. good supplements. <laughs> <laughs> We've done some good things. It's not just about the subs, mate. No, though, I know. You know no, it's, I know a, it's about the why. Like anyone can make a supplement, really. Not yeah, as good well, yet. if they want to, they can. You can. Anyone can do anything, really. That's right. You know what I mean? Like anyone look, can do and, it. And while we're there, let's talk about that. And, and if you want me to shut up, tell me anytime. And first time I met you, you were really open with me. You said, "Hey, Greg, here's my story." And left footy, rock and roll lifestyle living the dream, had a plan, which a lot of players don't, like had a plan with your earth-moving business, but the grind, the business side, the stress, stress, the anxiety, and you had a pretty, you you went pretty dark, didn't you? You, Yeah, yeah, I did. I Yeah, I, I didn't think I'd, I'd ever top myself or, or, or go that far, but the the work life because yeah you know, when you when you leave when you leave school yeah you go straight into playing rugby league well I did I, at seventeen I went for, I lived in Toowoomba and I old crow's nest I went straight down to the Broncos and I didn't really go into that work life I just went into the football and then I I saw I was lucky enough to see my two older brothers Ben and Shane play their rugby league that older than me and then their transition from football into work life was a lot different because they didn't have a exit strategy as planned. And then I did, and then I had my earth moving, and like I said, I ran into a lot of trouble. And, and you had a big business too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we were we were turning over as, as a, a, a fair a fair. Yeah, chunk when you started telling me who you're working with and where you're going and what you're yeah, doing, and we had the big companies. We had Origin, we had you know um, Rio Tinto that I was mm. working for, but but my work life balance was Out. all all work, no life, no family, and that's where <coughs> I was I was I was about to tip over and I yeah. burnt myself out because I was I was taking so much work on and my mental state went into absolute overload. And it's amazing. Like people talk about depression and and all that sort of stuff, but they forget about stress. Mm. Um, Greg, I, I, I guess you probably don't have. I, I, I can't speak for you, but you've got an amazing team with you that that can help with your work life. But I didn't have that, and I sort of keeled over. And yeah, you know, there were times where I'd, a lot of my work was Roma. Gladstone and here, and I called it the, uh, the Bermuda Triangle because it took me six hours to drive to Gladstone, seven to Roma, and then seven back to here. So it was like a triangle. And I just remember there were times where I'd be, you know, driving between Dolby and, and Roma, and you know, I'd see a truck coming towards me. And I could think to myself, you know, what well, I could just drive, mm. hang, hang a right, and go straight into it and never be seen again. But yeah, you know, when you got a when you got a young family, um, when you got a young family. You know, you, you sort of snap out of it pretty quick. You just think about them and you got a, a purpose and that was my purpose. And, you know, when it was sort of taken away from me, that was, a, a, you know, it was a big learning curve and, and sort of, you know, it makes me a little bit 
proud now that I can get back up oh, and mate, you should be again. absolutely stoked. Bit of resilience, mate. You go, yeah. Wayne always used to say to me, like, I used to get in trouble <laughs> off the field and Wayne used to ring me and he go, right, how are you going to go now? And then he'd ring me back a month later and he'd go, geez, you're a resilient prick, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was a relationship I had with Wayne. Yeah. You know, Wayne's, yeah, mate, he's a, he's a very good man manager. He's a, he's a, he's a good dude. He, he gets a, a bit of bad, bad press at the moment, but I've always got that respect for him because he's someone that I can ring and you know, have a yarn to and you know sit down and see how we go on but um yeah i mean my path's pretty worn and I, I that's my journey and you say to me all the time that you know you're open but that's my journey and if people want to judge me for that well then they can judge me for Mate, that i think it's monumental that you know as a young male you can talk about well, what, you, what you just did because there's a lot of guys out there that don't and that's the thing greg that's i've got i've got a theory on on men's mental health and women my theory my theory and this is only my theory and someone can tell me to show up but this is my theory as as a male i've got i've got I've got a boy-girl twin, and they're both 11. I've got a theory on it that when you're a young boy and you fall over, walking along the footpath, and you graze your knee and you're bleeding, and you know, you're four or five, your father walks over and says, come on, son, get up. get up. Boys don't cry. Now, at five or six, when you hear your father say, get up, boys don't cry, don't show your emotion. Like, yep. There's people looking. But then when my daughter would fall over, his twin, first thing a father would do, walk over, I'd pick her up. Darling, you okay? Get the band-aids. You know, I'd sit there and I'd aid to her. Yep. So as a young age, you're you're taught to as a male, you're taught to hide your emotion. And that and then that reflects into again, this is my theory and only my theory, this is what I've observed, is when women go for lunch and there's ten of them, there'll be tears, there'll be cries, there'll be laughs, laughter, and they'll talk about their problems and they'll talk about, oh, my husband's an asshole. And then they'll have a cry about it and they'll that so their emotions are not held in here, they're held there because they've got a support team around support them. Team, yeah. But when there's 10 blokes at the pub and you're feeling down, you don't want to go, hey, Greg, you know, that's, that's about how loud you'd say it if you'd say it at all. Yeah. So you, you don't have that you don't have that outlook because males have always been taught as a young kid, you hide your emotions and you stay away from crying. And you, like My kids ask me if I cry. Of course I cry. Yeah. Like I, I've got no shame in saying I cry. And of course I'm going to talk to my mates. And even if they, if they, even if they don't want to listen, I'll talk to them about where my problems are. And that's what got me through – you know, my tough, you know, going from playing football into business, that's where, you know, when I was stressed and anxious and I'd have five massive anxiety attacks a day, I'd, I'd start talking about it because that was my release. And whether someone wanted to listen, I still got it out. Yeah, nice. And, mate, you're here today to tell a good story about raising money for other people. Hey team, it's Greg from Body Science here. The Hydroxy Burn Shred is back on shelf. It's our new therapeutic, has all the taste. And if you're looking for a better thermogenic, we've really pushed for the pursuit of a better thermogenic. Full disclosure on the labeling. What do we mean? Caffeine levels have changed. We all know the rules have changed. The ingredients have changed. The claims have changed. We have a clean label with premium quality ingredients for you. So what does that mean for you? You can look at things like metabolism, energy, sugar metabolism, fat metabolism, cognitive function, thyroid, and just general health and well-being. And it's all on the label if you're taking a fat burner now and it doesn't say it on the label have a look at it and go why get on board so how did you meet your team at fund my challenge and like who, who is fund my challenge yeah it was uh dan crothers he's a young very 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 driven young fellow he um had the world record for the most chin-ups there for a while he had 11 in one hour he had 1100 chin-ups in, in really? one hour. yeah he um i think in 2008 he was the world champion paddleboarder so he comes from a sports bat background and you know when when he's got something in his head he's he's very driven to get it done and then i met uh theo varictaris who owns usher group he owns a very big painting company in Australia, all around Australia, and we just got talking about it, and yeah, and that that's my team, and then it's just built from there. So we've we're we're doing our actually. If you want to have a look at something, it's a very very big challenge right now that we're working on. We have Wim Hof on board to really? do a um to do a Wim Hof challenge. So the Wim Hof challenge starts in the first, which is 
last week. Um, Wim Hof. Uh, have a look at it on on Fund My Challenge. Um, we've got some very big celebrities on board and influencers that are. We've. Um, I'll give you a rundown. Wim Hof. It's called Freeze Hof. Hashtag Freeze Hof. It's for mental health. We encourage people to do thirty uh, forty seconds a day, either in a cold shower, ice bath, go for a cold swim, just to get that mental health. Because um, Wim Hof is all all about mental health. Yep. Um, with what he's doing, breathing. So we've got hashtag Freeze Hof for White Cloud, which is a uh, mental health charity here in australia and yeah we got uh, we got wim off wim um come on a couple of weeks ago to, really? to to launch it and as of the first we had the blue tiles um to allow people to know what we're doing and how we're doing and we want to make it go viral so we've got a couple more weeks and everyone wants to jump on board and donate it's um it's all, all going to a great cause wow that's awesome mate that is truly awesome it's nothing like having wim off on <coughs> he's an absolute animal he he had the record for the for the most i think he had hour and 50 minutes you know, in an ice bath fully full of ice um and i think he's just been beaten so hopefully we can entice him to um to come on and and break that record that someone else has beaten him. Yeah, I'd want to rock up to the Goldie and do an hour 50 plus in an ice bath. That'd be mm. awesome. Well, <laughs> you're quite welcome, Greg. What's your record? I've seen you've been having a few ice baths. You've been training for this, haven't you? Mate, 12 and a half minutes. Is it? Yeah, 12 and a half minutes. We had um, at, the, at, at the office, we've got an ice bath. And the first day I got there, Theo said, oh, I've done four and a half minutes. So me being a ex-sports person, I said, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to get to five. So I got to five and turn up the next day. And he goes, I just got out five and a half. So I went six. And then um, that was a bit of a cat and mouse game for a couple of weeks. And he, I was away for, I was away for two weeks and he said, oh, I got to 10 and a half minutes. I said, oh, right, I sweet, cool. So I thought, right, I'll, I'll get out there and beat that. And I said to him, I thought to myself, I can't just go to 11 because he'll go 11 and a half. So I went to 12 and a half. And I wish I had taken Wim's advice and got my breathing right because I nearly died. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the little, that's our cool little office that we've got going, that, that team that we're building. It's, yeah, there's no egos there. It's, yeah, you, yeah, if you do awesome. have a turn up with an ego, you, you sort of get put back in your place and well, I've been put back in my place a couple of times. Nice. Nice. And so how did you guys um actually hook up and think, let's start a charity? Obviously you told us why you started the charity before and that's, that's your, your, your key purpose, but. Why, why you three? Well, what happened was we Dan and I got talking about it and um, word filtered through to, to Theo. And one thing about Theo, he's got Usher Cup, which is a, a surfing contest. He's a mad surfer. And he, um, through his company, which is very successful, he donates a lot of money to charity. And, and his mother... Katie, which is, she's the soul of the earth. She does all the charity stuff and she just donates to people. And Theo never knew where the money was going. Yeah, okay. So he wanted to know and he became really intrigued in what we're doing and what we're about to start. And he just says, listen, boys, I'm I'm in I'm in 100%. Like this is, I, I donate a lot of money per year to charities, a lot of charities, and I don't know where the money's going. So this for me is is a bit of clarity as well. And it gives me the confidence to know that like, there's 58,000 DGR registered, registered charities in Australia and we have a vetting wow. process. Yeah, so there's a lot of charities, but there's also a lot of charities that don't do what they're supposed to do. And Theo goes, boys, if you need a hand with any, you let me know. And he just come on board and yeah, he's looking after it. And yeah, he's our CEO, which is a, a very good CEO to have because he's very generous with what he does. Yep. And, and um, he looks after a lot of people and, you know, it's sort of, it, that just fit for us. We just went, you know, we can't do this on our own. We need, we need the assistance from, from Theo and he's come on board and given us a a whole heap of hand and I got talking to Lincoln and I got talking to Joel and they just said, listen, you know, you met Joel the other day, He's, those people fit it. And the thing about my wife, she goes, how do you fit in? I was like, well, I've, I've got my past and I'm not, I don't hide from my past. It's, 
He's yeah. the IT expert. Yeah. yeah. I saw on your Pub- LinkedIn on your LinkedIn profile it says um information technology. No. That <laughs> was definitely it's not you. That must be the other question. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Why tech? What made you go down the tech path? Oh, I just think that you know, with with the world at the moment, you know, tech's where it's at. I'm pretty. I've been always intrigued. I'm no, I'm no good at it, but I've always been intrigued by it. And yeah, you know, I've got some other things going, but you know, this is this is my baby. It's like I love it. Like mm. you wake up every day and you got a new challenge. Not you know, fun one challenge, but you got a new challenge with with trying to work out how you. People come to me all the time about how how they can raise money for for their charitable cause or their cause that's that's close to their heart. And you yeah, you, know, you sit down and you and then once you come up with a with a strategy or, or a challenge, you you sort of see their eyes light up and you, know, you think out of the out of the box. And we got like I said, I got some I've got a pretty good team that can help me with it. And um, yeah, it, it it just see like you sort of got a bit of a different purpose and. You know, doing the walk with Nate, you know, coming from Cairns. Is, oh, is another, he good? Yeah, he's he's a legend. He's, <coughs> he's um, a good man, eh? He's a great man. He he um he I I had twelve days with him on the walk from Cairns to Gold Coast. He walked with me to to Townsville, and it was probably one of the most rewarding twelve days for me personally as for personal development. One thing about Nate, he you know Nate, you've worked with Nate for a long time, but he gives people time, and that's mm. that's something that it's it's a it's a trait that not many people have is to give other people time and respect, and he's got it. He's got it in absolute spades, and he's one of those blokes that you talk to everyone except for Paul Gallen. Um, <laughs> Actually, probably Gal would probably say the same thing. But yeah, with with that sort of stuff with Gal, you know, on the footy field, that's the heat of the battle. Yeah, you know, I, I was, you want that in sport. And and the thing is, you know, he's just a lovely bloke. Mm. Not Gal, but I, I don't know <laughs> Gal personally, but uh, you know, I'm sure Gal is. But Nate's just one of those people that you want to be with. Like he makes you feel good to be around. And I had him for twelve days. I don't know if I could probably say that he could say the same thing about me. But you know, I just I got so much I got so much out of him in twelve days that I'm you know truly grateful that he was there because the he sort of set the platform for me to to continue on with that walk it would have been it was a hard walk at the best of times but to have him there and set the tone for the first 12 days i was very appreciative mate what's it and we're on the walk now what's it like to get out of bed in the morning and know gee i've got to walk was it 35 k's or 30 30 k's a day and you had some smart ass that here oh you're only doing 30 k's a day didn't <laughs> you? and you invited him on the walk the next day yeah, I did. How'd um, that go? It wasn't good for him. No, how long did he last? Oh, he lasted about eight k's. Eight k's, and, but, it, but it's hot t- up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his blisters turned into blood blisters, and but it, it wasn't. It, but looking back, and I thought he was being a smarter because I was in that. I was in that. I was in that mindset. I was yeah. in the mindset that yeah, you know, I'm doing thirty k's. It's cool. It's hard. It's very hard. It's hot. You know, you got trucks whizzing past year at at 120 k's an hour. And he sort of said something to me, and I was like, oh, I'd sort of let it go. And then he came back. And he said, oh, we're going to walk with you um, tomorrow. And you know, I think he lasts about. 8Ks. His, his credit, he went for another 7Ks and then I asked him to get jump in the car and then I ran 8Ks and then he jumped back out and I played a few more games with him and he sat back in the car for the last 3Ks. But At least yeah, he rocked up, mate. Yeah, and, and that's and that's, and that's that's another thing. Like, mm. you know, I was expecting him to say that night, it's easier to say you're going to join, yeah. but then he turned up and I full kudos to him mm. and, you know, it's a lot of respect to him and it was it was tough. It, the hardest part of the day was the first two minutes I woke up, the first two minutes I opened my eyes because I, I realised that, you know, I wasn't in my bed, I was away from my family and, you know, wasn't the most ideal situation to be in, but I was doing it for people because when I was doing it, yeah, you know, you'd you'd wake up and I, I wake up at home and I'd jump on the phone and scroll through my social media or read something on the internet and you know, the the messages because I turn my phone off when I go to bed, the messages coming through keep on going. That that's that's what drives you. That's yeah. what gets you up. You know, there was people there that followed me the whole way through that were going through mental issues and you know, I was a I was a shining light for them and, and that that's when it makes yeah. you know, the blisters and the chafe a sort of way second nature. They, you know, they're they're around the corner. You know, it's helping people out. And like I said, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm yeah you know, a savior or a saint, but it was just really cool. And if someone had said to me, 
listen, if you walk along that highway for 30 k's a day, you're going to be the happiest person in the world. Well, I got to see it and I got to experience it and yeah, it, was, it was one hell of a way to see Queensland. Yeah, mate. It's amazing, the story. With, um, how can people go and check out what you did? Have you created a site or anything where people can see the journey? And No, we no. didn't. I, I mean, we didn't really invest too much into it. I just wanted to get, the, get home and see the kids again. Yeah, nice. I, I think the happiest person in the world was, was Courtney, my wife, when I told her I was going to do the challenge and she said, how long are you going to be away for? And I said, 68 days and she was doing cartwheels at the back. So um, <laughs> I think she was she was more excited than anyone that I was going to be away from home for 60 days. Oh, that's good. How good is she? Yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a warrior. She's a saint. So, mate, now that you're a uh, post-footy super entrepreneur, you're, you're also starting a, um, a vodka brand. Yeah, it's a bit different. Than same team. Yeah, yeah, virtually the same. There's a few there that that have come in, but yeah, just just sort of dabble in the in the vodka um, or in the alcohol space. I know that you know it's probably not what I want to like. It's a it's there, but it's not what I want to do with with my life. It's about fun. My challenge is about me. I wake up every day and I think about fun. My challenge. Yep. I don't think about the vodka. But it is it is uh, by the time this has um, uh, gone to air, it, it would have launched. We're only going to launch it in a couple of places in in Brisbane and just see how it goes and just have a bit of a double, have a bit of fun with it. And I've got some pretty good guys involved, like Nate's involved. So to have you in there and you know, see see the distillery get built and where it gets produced is pretty interesting as well. So it's amazing. Yeah, well, it's like when you you know I one knockback in my life and you just got to be resilient. You got to go again, and um, that's what I'm doing. So you know, you're only on this earth for maybe 80 years, and if I get to 50, I'll be happy. But um, <laughs> but mate, yeah, I used to think that I'm 52 it. now, so yeah, there's a much bigger number in my head now. <laughs> so bigger number between 100. Yeah, <laughs> if I get if I if I get anywhere near 70, I'll be oh, I'm celebrating. Yeah. That might change. Yeah. Modern miracles of medicine will make sure that uh, the new 70s, the new 50 or something like that, there's mm-hmm. so many advanced things happening in the world. There but, is. mate, back to your vodka. You guys have been pretty specific on what you want to do there too. You're not just bringing a vodka out. You've And I, I just want to tell – this is about you, so I just want to tell you a story. Like, I remember you coming to me going, oh, Greg, I've got these bottles and they're coming from France. All this. And I'm looking going, wow, I make a lot of products. The whole idea of a bottle coming from France has nothing but stress written on it, like wrapped in stress. Oh. And, and you're just you're – you're so excited excited and you tell me the story and and it's it's that you've got this real entrepreneur inside you now like and i know you've got a lot more things that you want to do in life and obviously the challenge gives you unlimited things to do yeah. so that's that's an awesome outlet there but yeah. yeah i mean that and the creative team that i've got as well like you, you just you know if you if you've got a good team it's like it's like anything in in the world or anything you do if you've if you've got a good team it's like football it's like rugby league i i use my football days and my analogies in football with my businesses and i used them before and yeah you know, Unfortunately, one of them didn't go where where I should have been. But you just got to have a you got to have a crack. If you don't have a crack and you sit in the sidelines and watch the game, well, then you don't know what it's like on yep, the field. I'm so, um, you know, if you, if you've got a good team, you know, we, we see these individual sports people, tennis, golf. You always you only see them. You only see the person. You only see the sports person. But behind them, they've got a team. They've got. They got an unbelievable team that makes them get up and train, that yeah. drives them, that gives them the goals, that, that gives them that. Yeah, you know, if you've got an injury, you need a you need a good physio. You you got a technical thing with your with your stroke. You need a good coach. There's yeah. always there's always a back room that you, that you never see. But yeah, you know, with this vodka, I got a I got a good creative team. Getting back to the bottles, we were just going to go with a normal bottle that you know that we could have just punched out in the shelves like everyone else does. But yeah, you know, me like I said. I, I love it. I, I really enjoy doing it. And yeah, you know, with my past, I probably shouldn't be involved with an alcohol company. But you know, but yeah, you know, I'm just being, oh. I'm just being, being brutally honest with yeah. you. But I, I step. There's away. a lot of people laughing right now. Yeah, I step, <laughs> I step away from that creative side. You know, like, um, you know, the guys we got that created the bottle. Yeah, they put time into it. Yeah, and if it delays our our delivery, 
on, on launch, well, then I'm happy with that because yeah. what we've got, the bottle that we've got, is second to none. Like every person on a show, they love it. They they want to drink it straight away. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, that's the difference that you want to make. It's like when Wayne Bennett has a game plan for the finals that he might have thought at the start of the year, there's a couple of plays there that he might want to hold back. And because he knows he's going to get a result, or Ivan Cleary's this year with the way they played in the last couple of I, I keep on going back to my rugby league days with analogies of just holding things back because if you release those plays early and it's not right, well, then you get found out in the grand finals and the big lights. We we held ours back and we could have launched. We've been working on this now for probably 18 months. So the launch date's coming and the launch date's nearly there. So we're you know, it's all exciting times in my life at the moment. So I just want to keep on that run and keep on going. Yeah, mate, great. And it's good having right people around you and it's everything it's, about that, isn't it? It's everything. It's, you know, even going back to family life. Like I was brought up with, you know, with my brothers. There's four boys in the family and mum and dad and we were brought up to show respect and, you know, it's, how you're brought up, and same with the team. You you, know, you, t- you you got to toe the line. You got to have that culture. When we we had a pretty good family culture, so we're still yeah. very close, us boys. So just sick of being known to Sam Walker's uncle. <laughs> That's a classic. Mm-hmm. That's a generation thing, isn't it, mm-hmm. mate? Just in finishing up, what's next for you? I mean, obviously you've got your challenge. You've got your your vodka. Is it step? Because I'll be honest, I, I have to go to a lot of events. I see you at the mall now. Like you're you're at every everywhere I go, you you are and. I'm someone who doesn't make an effort to go to them, so I'm going to a lot. You must be going to. You must be doing some hard yards again. Yeah, it, I mean, it's. I, I I get a little bit anxious going back to my mental days. I just yeah. get a little bit anxious. Like we had that, we had the Marist ball a couple of weeks, and my anxiety anxiety levels were through the roof. And I think I got there first, and I sat down at the table and just sort of sat down. And whereas back when I was playing, I would have been probably the loudest and whatnot going around but yeah we, we get out there and we, we do our best but I don't go to everything and I wouldn't go to everything because it's sort of you know, wouldn't, no wouldn't, purpose in that yeah there's, yeah there's and also too I, I quite enjoy being at home I, I enjoy socialising I'm probably the biggest socialised when I, when I feel like I want to be like the other day I didn't want because it was such a big occasion yeah. like the little events yeah you know, even even coming here to do this was I had a little bit of anxiety because I was you know put myself out there but that's like I said that's me and and whatnot but yeah it's it's a pretty fun life that I'm in at the moment and I'm really enjoying it and I'm the the best thing is when you when you go like it's an old saying but when you go through a lot of difficulty and and it was amazing how many people dropped off that I thought were friends when I was playing football and then they saw I was doing well in business and they came back and then when I when I did fall off that perch when I had my business it's amazing how many people just think when the when the ship's sinking they're off mm. but getting back to my team and, and the people that I'm involved with now they're solid people and they they're people that I want to wake up and work with every every day and hopefully we can inspire people to be better and I'm still getting inspired I'm I'm nowhere near where I should be I've I've still got plenty of plenty of flaws and I'll, I'll probably be working on those things until the day I die. Yeah, well, mate, that's a, that's a journey we've all got, I think. I don't think there's anything special in that. And it's, mate, the big thing is you acknowledge, you know, where, you, oh, yeah. you know, where you've been, what your downfalls and what you're doing before. I mean, that's the big thing is when we, when we bottle them up, we don't talk about it. That that's when you not a good world. Yeah, exactly. So, mate, how do we find, find my challenge? It's on it's on the app, app store, both app stores with uh, Google Play and, and app. We're still refer, refining that, so I wouldn't want to push anyone there. But, yeah, web it's a web-based um Fundmychallenge.com.au? Fundmychallenge.com. Wow. I think I've written that about 50 times in the last two months and I still got it wrong. Fundmychallenge.com. Fundmychallenge.com. No.au. No. Definitely don't put AU. Don't put AU. What happens if I go there? Somewhere you might find good. yourself in some backyard somewhere. Okay. Fundmychallenge.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, if anybody is um, – you're pretty active on social media yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind with social media. You, yeah. get, you, know, you can use it in a good way. Yep. You can also use it in a bad way too. I am Chris Walker. I am Chris Walker. 
Yep. And you are, people tell me you're very good at answering DMs and stuff in that space as long yeah, as yep, definitely. they're relevant. There's no picks. Or <laughs> <laughs> good picks, you know. Yes. We'll just let that one go. But mate, um, thanks for coming on. Anybody who is looking to change someone else's life, have a chat with Walks, reach out to him on his um, social, drop an email on fundmychallenge.com and you can make change yourself because the platform's there to do it. And that's what we love about it so much. And mate, on, on behalf of us, um, I'd really like to thank Body Science and your team for the amazing work that you guys are doing. It's unbelievable. Like, mate, when you, when you can call someone like you and get advice and you know, ask for advice or, or do, ask for anything, you're there. So I, I appreciate it and I appreciate everything you've done for us. Yeah, you'll know there he didn't say good advice. He just said advice. So if no, anyone's advice, looking for any advice, advice, give me a buzz. I can't guarantee it's good. <laughs> but, but no, I'm only joking, mate. It's, it's a pleasure to have you in our life. Like, we really enjoy Nathan, I love it. You know, we love the fact, because we're a 22-year-old brand, cool. we've seen the athlete become the adult. And I know that sounds really bad, but there's a massive That's difference cool. between an athlete and an adult. And it's it's really good to see, uh, you're not an ex-athlete, you're always an athlete. That's something I'm going to tell people, you're always an athlete. But to just change their lives and and have a real purpose, yep. you know, and, and I think sports getting better at making that an option for people post-sport too because it's pretty easy to create a footy mill there and just drone person after person and just throw them out the spit them out the other end it's good to see all these programs and i know mace willie's been really boisterous in that yep. space as well about but it's getting- also too like it's also for a for a sports person just to be smart about what you're doing like you're not going to play no one is ever going to play sport in australia at the moment and then retire and never have to do anything like they do in the NFL, yep. NBA, because they don't get the wage like they do over there because we don't have the population to to, you support, know, that. to support that. So any advice to uh, any young kids coming through, um, you know, talk to your sponsors, talk to the people that are involved in your club because all they want to do is help a young football player or a young sports person. And they're the best people to talk to. Oh, the they're sport. amazing. I, mm. I wish, I, I realised, sorry, we list, I thought we were covering, but <laughs> I realised I realized at a young age, I realised at probably 26, 27, that when you go to a sponsors function, you don't sit in the corner with the players and the people that you're with for eight hours a day. You go network the room and mingle yeah. and find the people that, you know, that they're in that room because of you. They don't want to see you sit over there and talk to the players. They yeah. want to talk to you and get to know you. And then the people that get to know you, they, you know, they, they love you for what you do, but when they actually get to know you and, and, and make the decision. You know humanize what? it. Yeah, humanize it. I'd like to help Chris after he finishes football. Yeah, exactly. And I had, that, I had the beauty of doing that. Yeah, that's cool, mate. There's some strong words for any young athlete out there that's uh, jumped on this potty, mate. That's strong words. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Fundmychallenge.com. And uh, don't be afraid. You, you, you'll let, as long as the challenge is legit, you'll yep. you'll work with anyone to create a challenge, won't you? Yeah, definitely. As long as it aligns with, um, you know, a charity that's on our platform yep. because they're, they're being vetted. Vetted, yeah. And, yeah, we're, we're out there to help change people's lives. And mate, if a charity wants to become vetted by you too, do they jump on the same, jump on your website? And they yeah, can- they can, they can just jump on and, um, yeah, definitely. We, we, we want to invite as many charities on here that, that want to change the world. So I'm sure there's plenty of charities listening to this podcast. I've had a couple ask me about you recently. Oh, yeah, good. it's good. I, I always send them to you. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm a massive fan. I'm on board. Uh, I know Nathan's totally on board. He loves what we're doing here too. And I know the whole team here is really thankful that we see you in here every week or two, just oh, popping in, that. saying hello some and stuff. Some of the girls just look at him. Some of the, girls, some of the boys were, he's, he's, he's here again. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd pack an order. <laughs> anyway, mate, thanks for coming on board. Thank you.